the cover art is a thing of beauty but just right now who is who do you think that guy is on the cover image? oh this is a great question the bearded demon knight mm-hmm. uh the knight of the serpent there's a snake on this on his helmet so it's definitely not necessarily do you think a... it's a weird like racist stereotype from 1979 that people have forgotten about yeah, like that's a German. Yeah, German guy. The guy who, <laughs> I just want a German. Uh, did he have a conical snake-covered <laughs> helmet? Uh, that's a German, man, and it's messed up. Do you run from the German, or do you kill the German? <laughs> you like, I choose run from the German. You turn to page 87, and it's like, no, you killed the German. You always kill the German. <laughs> Well, hello there. I'm Matt Ewell. I'm Chris Ewell. And this is Finish It. A completionist choose-your-own-adventure podcast. Every page. Every Uh ending. Yes. Every book. Yes. Every buddy dance now. Everybody dance now. That's the idea. We're going to start at the beginning with the first choose-your-own-adventure book. And we're going to... Our goal is we're going to read it once a week and... We're going to keep reading the same book until we get every ending, and then we move on to the next book. No backsies. Right? Yep, no backsies. No, no backsies. No keeping a finger in a place. No fingers. Uh, to go back a page. We Once a week, we get a chance to read this story through. And change our fate. And, yeah, choose our own destiny. <laughs> and we can't go back, and we got we to gotta get through the whole book eventually, and we got to read every word of this thing. Otherwise, we f- we're, we fail. Yeah, we Matt, have not finished the first. In that case, we would not book? have finished it. Nope. The first book what is, is the called book? "The Cave of Time." The Cave of Time by Edward. Well, on my book, which is a wreck, it says Ackard, but I'm pretty sure it's Packard. <laughs> it's Mine Edward says his Packard. name is Edwarl Ackard. <laughs> Your book is very destroyed. My book is mine has mine has a little bite. Mine has a little bite out of it, <laughs> which I showed you. Just a little bite out of the corner. Yours? Not an animal, right? That's like off. a that's a smaller sibling. That's a person bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a little younger brother. A small mouth. <laughs> Very small mouth. Sharp teeth, small mouth. Like, that's a vendetta. That's like, that's <laughs> the kind of bite you take out of a book when you're taking a bite out of every single book on your brother's bookshelf. <laughs> Like, to make a point. Yeah, and you did not start, as we did, with The Cave of Time by <laughs> Edward Packard. You hit some hardcovers first, and then... You're getting really full when you got to The Cave of Time. <laughs> and you're like, I need to make these bites a little smaller. Yeah, this, is, this is a lot. Why are like you swallowing cup? it? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, All right, any so... Other, any, yeah. Yeah, so, so we're going to try to get uh, every ending of this book. We're going to know this book. Inside and out, backwards and forwards, better than Intimately. Edward Packard. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be geniuses of Cave of Time eventually. Yeah. It was now, I have a- go-, <clears throat> go ahead. Well, it does say on the cover, choose from 40 possible endings. Right. So, best case scenario, we each get a different ending every right. week. Right. We can kill this sucker in 20 weeks. 20 weeks. A short, five it's short half months. a year. <laughs> <laughs> By which point, the opening paragraph... Will be tattooed in our on our backs, probably. You want to just get this tattooed? <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, any other basic? I had one thing I wanted to put out there. Yeah. Just to make it a little more fun, since we're going to be doing the same thing each week. Yeah. Um, 
I thought we could do. It's not competitive. It's not a competition thing because we're brothers, so we don't need kind to, of like, a competition. Make thing. it all of a rivalry, but I was sort thinking we a... could. We could. I mean, there's good innings and bad innings. Yeah. So we could track each week if you and I get a good ending or who a bad got, ending. Who got the better ending? At least because yeah. I did get an ending this week, and it's yeah. I it's a weird one. It was well, just a weird. No spoilers. So I think we can once once we have uh, we pick a winner. Once we have lots well, not of a winner listeners, it's not competitive. then yeah. they can they can pick. Sure, sure, sure. But for right, now, now we'll, we'll just we'll just we'll ask decide. mom who got the better ending. <laughs> we'll text mom. We'll we text mom. our mother. <laughs> um, and it's not it's not a competitive thing. It's just to keep it fun and interesting. I just have a, I have a spreadsheet for it here. I'm just calling it Big Winner Scoreboard. That's perfect. So we'll just keep track of that. One of us, well, the only thing I know now, right now, is that one of us, by the end of this podcast, will be the big winner on the scoreboard. <laughs> on the big winner scoreboard. We'll have one score. But it's not competitive. It's I'm not, just... I, I didn't say it wasn't competitive. I don't remember saying that. Well, it's not. Oh. All right. It's yep. not like the... Okay. So... Should we dive in? But you're going to keep track of how who got the most, though. Right? I am going to, yes. Okay, then yes, I agree. It's not at all competitive. Okay. Should we go ahead and dive in? Yeah, let's dive in. Okay. Let's, one thing let's I talk... really liked. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you know, I do want to have one point of order real quick. Yeah. So I don't yep, know yep, how yep. closely you kept track of what you did. I obviously kept track of the exact pages that I read so that yeah, me too. we know whether or not we have read all, I believe, 115 <laughs> pages of this eventually. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I also kept track it? of the choices, Me too. but I think we should not do that. I think we should rely on our own our our, our own memory and our sense of narrative and in <laughs> our intuitive grasp of drama to make sure we don't accidentally do exactly the same story in like week eighteen and then want to kill yeah. ourselves. <laughs> Just so that twenty weeks from now we, we accidentally can, we can trust ourselves. I think to not write down the choices because we'll absolutely remember, it. and if we don't. We should be punished for that, and everybody who listens to this should be punished for that as well. Sure, I think that's fair, and I think okay. everybody listening would agree with you. Then I won't keep track of my choices again. <clears throat> I really like, on the first page, it says, here's what kids have to say about the books in this exciting series. Do you have that in yours? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. favorite quote is, I wouldn't change it in a million billion years. <laughs> and I think that's adorable. The crazy think- thing is, if you had the cave of time available to you you could change it in a million billion years (laughs) uh my also i like that and teachers like the series too my favorite quote from a teacher (laughs) a teacher of children is these books really make children think and enjoy it (laughs) (laughs) just like i feel like maybe we can do a little bit better but maybe the pool of teachers who yeah, choose your own yeah. adventures is not huge. I'd love to see that teacher diagram that sentence. <laughs> the subject is make children, which I am repeating as it at the end of the... My favorite teacher's quote is uh, very original, <laughs> which is clearly Edward Pack- Packard's actual teacher, who is just like... A plus. Very original, Edward. You have an original think, mind, Edward. I think it gets to the heart of my problem, though, is that these are basically reviews. But when they read this book, they only read part of it. And that's kind of what we're trying to rectify, right? We are trying to yeah, read these dumb this kids and teachers book. didn't read every page. They don't know what they're talking about. We're going to know what we're talking about. We can review it properly. And there I might think, be a page that is like the worst 
page. It might just be a drawing of I might like have a gotten butt. That page. <laughs> well, okay. Should we dive into our first week experience? Yeah, I do. For posterity, want to read the first paragraph because I love the way Please that um, it just dumps you in without fanfare, without drama, without uh, yeah. <laughs> without anything. Yeah, <laughs> no zero energy. <laughs> Zero, uh, like if this was a movie, you would not yeah. have an establishing shot. It would just start yeah. on a close up of yourself. Yeah, it would just not, be a shot no, of your face. Yeah, there's no catalyst. It's just a, a, a moment. And it's unclear. Okay, so this is the first paragraph of the book. You've hiked through Snake Canyon once before while visiting your Uncle Howard at Red Creek Ranch, but you never noticed any cave entrance. <laughs> it looks as though a recent <laughs> rock slide has uncovered it. So, That's boom, we're in good. it. We're in it immediately. I appreciate they did not waste any time, though. I, like, so, the book is called The Cave of Time, <laughs> and the and cave is in the third line of the first sentence. <laughs> we're so, really I appreciate gonna, that. We're eventually going to get so into it. I'm really looking forward to being like, you know, they mentioned time in page 18. <laughs> in, in a way that's... Are you going to have like a room It's going to be connected with all the red yarn connecting all the different pages taped up to your wall? Oh, maybe. That's yeah. a pretty good idea. So, okay, in this, let's go ahead and just walk through this first couple pages together because yeah. we, okay, we yeah. both so the, had the same experience. Yeah, give us the basic premise here of, of what the story is. <laughs> so, I mean, basically, you've hiked through Snake Canyon once before while <laughs> visiting your Uncle Howard at Red Creek Ridge. <laughs> but but, but okay, have so you, you ever <laughs> noticed any cave? You've never noticed any cave. But you haven't ever noticed any. <clears throat> but now there is a cave. And yes. this one thing I noticed about myself in this book, myself yeah. as the hero, is that I absolutely know things for a fact very quickly. Like, I definitely <laughs> know that it was a rock slide that caused this. Later on in my story, well, I, in your story too. Okay, so here's what happens. No, no spoilers. Don't. No, no, no. We're going to go through... I think we got to talk order. about the specifics of what happened to us and our stories. To we some will, degree. but we have to go. We have to go through an order so okay, the audience okay. can enjoy the journey. We're gonna. Um, okay. All right. So look. So, so basically, you find a cave. Uh, you go inside of it, which is not a choice. Which I had a little trouble with the fact that that was not a choice to go inside the cave. That's true. Although um, I don't know if it's the same in your experience, but for me, the rest of the book, the rest of my story was yeah. deciding whether or not to go in a number of cave openings. <laughs> I had a couple of those okay. moments as well. So you don't get to choose the first time. No. But boy. And, but boy. And it's kind of a weird cave, but you come back outside and it is nighttime all of a sudden and everything looks weird and you don't remember all that time passing. You, you say to yourself, you must have fallen asleep. It's like when <laughs> you walked into it. Does this happen to I don't remember laying down. In, in the world of this story that I just fall asleep standing around? Well, that's the problem. We don't know anything about our protagonist because it's us. That's well, and we don't know yet because we've only just begun finishing it. We will we eventually. We maybe there is a mental trauma that yeah. we're going to get to, and we'll be like, "Oh, that explains that he does fall asleep." I feel like you're giving Mr. Packard a lot of credit, but let's find out. <laughs> so basically, the first the first decision is: do you uh, turn? Do you head back to home, which would be Uncle Howard's ranch, uh, or do you wait by the cave um, for daylight? Here's a problem for here's a problem for the future is that right now if I hadn't written it down I would not have remembered which yeah path I chose this we'll is gonna be to, ugly <laughs> we'll powwow about that um, I left. now okay before before you tell me what you choose I... <laughs> <laughs> did you have a technique for 
what like what kind of decisions you were going to make going yeah in? narratively i decided um i wanted to go and explore and stay out of caves <laughs> yes okay i i was my thing i was trying to do this time was really try to be true to what i as a person would do nice this first time through like really try to choose the exact things so you waited till the morning <laughs> No, I decided to start back home because I would be afraid <laughs> be of being away from home. Yeah. I would be very scared. That's that's a good point. <laughs> so you went. So you left as well. Yeah, I also left. Okay, well then that takes us to page four, doesn't it? It does. And here we're, t- we're still together on page four. That's I like exciting. page four. Page four is you heading home, but you're just con- you're just realizing realizing things are wrong. Things look different. Basically, is the gist of page four. Yeah. And I like at the end when it says on page four, you know, you should get back to the ranch as quickly as possible. Yet somehow you feel the only way to change things back to the way they were is to re-enter the cave. Exactly. You're gifted in this adventure with (laughs) definitive, absolute knowledge. That's an insane intuitive leap. This person. Things are a little weird. I should go back in that cave and they won't be weird anymore. I got a feeling that the cave that gave me a feeling that I was scared and should leave is the place I should return to right away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like this is not I, what trusting one's gut i guess if your gut is so confused your gut is uh, the enemy maybe so okay so so me uh, as a person uh, to just to point out one thing yeah. you've noticed the trail that you took is gone and it's it way gone. colder than it should be this time of year so you put your jacket on which again not a choice yeah this was gray wolf i would have chosen <laughs> i would have checked my inventory you would have chosen not to put your jacket on i would have chosen not to put my jacket on that's right Wow. I would have died. <laughs> All right. So we got a lot of notes from Mr. Packard there. I know. Keep it track. <laughs> so me as a person, I would definitely can keep going to the ranch. Same. To get back home to Uncle Howard's warm embrace. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a warm bowl of Uncle Howie's beef stew mm. with Howie bread. Howie bread on the side. Um, so you went back to the ranch too? Yeah, I also went back to the ranch. Okay. See, this is a problem that I was worried we were going to have. I think it's fine. Which is, we make the exact same decision every time. I think it's fine. Because we are brothers and we have the same brain. Mm. So we find ourselves on page eight with a lovely, I gotta say, we didn't mention the illustrations in this. I mentioned the cover, which is really rad. It has, I don't know, it's mildly offensive. It's got like a samurai that looks a little, a little, I don't know. Oh yeah, that guy, yeah, that's Um, a little. uh, Not great. Wow. You know, I just got excited looking at the cover. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's, I mean, there's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Right? Yeah, there I'm thinking is. if there's a castle and there's whoever the samurai person is. Yeah. This may be a cave of space and time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you see the thing with the long purple neck? There's a there's some sort of, how would you describe this? A Loch Ness monster. Yeah, that's clearly had, a Loch Ness monster. If it had the, the mouth of the clown from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and big purple floppy ears. And the oh, eyes super. from Thriller at the end where Michael Jackson has eyes, but yes. one of the contacts yes. is a little crooked, so it's not exactly yes. up and down. It's exactly that. And there's a giant knight. I guess he's probably not giant. It's just an artistic choice. There's a bearded knight with a fancy sword who looks very serious as well. I didn't get any of these things in my adventure. No, no, I same. Okay. I got like the, I got probably what I'm, I'm thinking is going to be the best ending I get. For the rest of this podcast, and I'm excited to talk about it. Okay, well, it's you know, again, it's not a competition. Right, I know. Only one can have the best ending today. 
Sure, but it's not, I mean, it's not a competition. Right. So, so on page eight and nine, we got this lovely, like, illustration inside the Two book. Two-page spread illustration across the mm-hmm. top. Very beautiful. Of us, I suppose, well, doing, yeah. uh, doing the robot, I guess? Doing the robot. <laughs> We're clearly doing the or robot. Or trying to, trying to shake hands with the mountain? Maybe that's what it Excuse is. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Would you care to shake people? Just kidding. <laughs> got you. Um... <laughs> And so, uh, okay, eight and nine. Again, everything looks different and wrong. Uh, the planes are barren. But another really big intuitive leap. Yep. It says uh, things are strange. You know, there's frozen lakes, and you see a massive snow-covered mountains. And instead of thinking like, "Oh, I'm in a different place. What happened? Mm. I got lost. I'm in the wrong place." You think you begin to realize you are not merely lost. You are lost in time. Which is a big jump, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, because specifically, you're, you're like, I'm in an ice age. It must be thousands of years ago. And it's like... <laughs> I must be in the ice whoa, age, just, not somewhere cold. Just because <laughs> it's cold. And like, why an ice age in the past? Why not ice age in the future? Why? Yeah, that's a Who very does good this point. kid that we are think he is besides us? I don't know, but we got a serious bowl cut. We did have serious bowl cuts. This kid Damn. actually looks like us from behind. Actually, that is what we looked like when we were the age of this kid. <laughs> Okay, so, so amazingly, you, you travel across this plane and you find another you cave. You find what? What do you find, Matt? Say a cave. You find another cave. Another cave. And the choice here is do you enter this cave you are tempted or keep to go going? Inside. I imagine we both chose the same thing here, which is what I would choose as a human, which would be after entering a cave that zapped me back in time, I would choose to not yeah, enter Yeah, don't go cave. in the cave. Yeah. So, okay, neither I mean, one of us went in the cave and we progressed no. to page 18. This is beautiful. Page 18. Okay. I love that we've made all the same decisions so far. <clears throat> this got me excited because I turned to this page and there's an illustration of a woolly mammoth. And I was like, the premise of this book <laughs> is finally paying off. There is a woolly mammoth. I am lost in time and I'm loving it. Yeah. I was just impressed that this kid's intuition paid off, that he was right. It was an ice age <laughs> long ago totally before right. the mammoths died out. That really makes me feel like he's having some sort of mental break, and everything he's hallucinating is just reaffirming his. Yes, that's definitely the narrative of this. I right? believe so, and and hopefully, you know, we'll find out that for sure as we progress through this entire book, page by page. I think Uncle Howard probably has something to do with it. You think Uncle Howard is just uh, testing? weird chemicals on this kid he's just like maybe or maybe there's just some trauma with uncle howard oh and red creek ranch and that's why or the opposite maybe it's a safe place i don't know we haven't read enough yet to know why this is his the center of his delusions right. although i think we can make the call now that uncle howard's place burned down long ago this kid got traumatized mm-hmm. and always runs off yeah. there his parents yep. are frantic like he probably went to uncle howard's yeah, I or think he's that's, I mean, that's that cave obvious. Again. He loves caves. This kid's crazy he about caves. caves. He keeps going into a different cave. They drag him out of another cave. Every time he sees a cave, it's like, what about that cave? Yeah. Also, it's always that, a sewer pipe. That cave might be wider. <laughs> it might be skinnier. Yeah. I might go like, forwards in time. <laughs> so, page, page 18. Yeah, so not only are, you, are we looking at a woolly mammoth, the woolly mammoth is standing oh, in front really? of a cliff, and the 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 character <laughs> is laying on his belly on top of the cliff. Yeah, as so, if like if you can imagine somebody like being a peeping tom, but peeping on a woolly mammoth, <laughs> yeah. this is how it would look. And I'm and the woolly mammoth is alone. So the woolly mammoth is alone, could be which made me a little thing. sad. It could be up to bad bad stuff or private stuff, I guess. 
So as so, as this absolute this kid blessed with absolute knowledge, mm-hmm. who's who's cold, <laughs> so cold. One of oh, your yeah, that's options a big point next here, is, is that you're to very cold. leap from this cliff onto the mm-hmm. back of the mammoth, where you will be nice and warm, and then yeah. ride where it takes you. With yeah. an exclamation point, it says. Yes, I think we might split paths here. I wonder. <laughs> No, okay. Because you're playing it. Oh, I really, okay. This was the hardest decision for me. Because <laughs> I was really trying to decide what I would do. Okay, then we did and the same thing. And in my mind, honestly, I was picturing the cliff not quite as high as, as it is in the illustration. Well, it only um, says it's a few feet high in the text. and the illustration, it's oh, okay. like <laughs> It's about feet. 50 feet high. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my, in my mind, I'm kind of like desperate, cold. Right. One woolly mammoth by itself, I think I would actually... I would do it. I would flop down. It would be a bad choice. Yeah. But it would be a choice I would actually make. Is that the choice a combination, you made? A combination of being desperate and cold, and it's a woolly mammoth. It's like you see Chewbacca and you have to hug it. Yeah. It's kind of the same principle, and that's the choice I made. What did you make? I did not jump on the mammoth. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but you're so desperate and cold. I can about that. on foot. Okay, well, Here's the, just because I'm desperate cold doesn't mean I'm gonna hurl myself onto the back of a giant monstrous animal. Even if, but it's so big, I feel like in my mind, okay, worst case scenario, I slide off of it. It's fine. Worst case scenario, you miss it, or, and then it steps on you, or it looks up that and it goes, the- "Huh," and you fall right into its gaping maw. <laughs> I was, I'm telling you, I was trying to be put myself in that moment of being cold and desperate, and that's what I did. I see. Well, I can't believe that. So, okay, I think one of us needs to go first and continue their journey and then the other one will finish up so uh why don't you take me let on me, a journey yeah let one. me do mine because mine's obviously the less fantastical as i did not jump onto a mammoth <laughs> i felt good about it because um here the first line you get when you don't jump on the mammoth because riding on a mammoth might be fun if you were not cold and hungry and lost but where would well, it take you exactly no. where is it gonna go like i not like i got a place to go right so anyway i did not jump on the mammoth I uh, I keep walking. My spirits sink. Just as I'm ready to sit down and cry, I guess what I find? A woolly mammoth. A cave. <laughs> <laughs> I find a hole it, in the ground. Is it a hairy cave, at least? No, is it a hairy, it's a hairy, hairy cave. No, it I is, think that's actually another teaser adventure. It is a adventure hole in the ground. Uh, and I think, oh, it might, uh, it might lead to the cave of time. And guess what? It's it, a hole in the guess, Why do you want to go back to the cave of time? Guess who gets to choose if I go in the cave or not? You do. Edward Packard. I didn't get I didn't get to choose. <laughs> Edward slams me into the hole in the ground and he then I then my choice cave. is to either take the first tunnel or a tunnel later on in the cave. He wanted you in a cave so bad. It's like when you're dungeon ma- dungeon mastering a campaign <laughs> and like you need them to go down that path and you just keep you m- keep making new caves until they yeah. finally go in it. Yeah. So I decided to take the first the first tunnel that I saw first because tunnel. I'm like why okay. am I in a cave? I didn't want to be in a cave. <laughs> so, I, do you think I, it's because his delusion is becoming strange? His imagination is becoming strained from the delusion, so he needs to go into a cave to contain the the scale of the illusion. That, yeah, that could be. Like it's it's just too much, and it's too it's much to process. Yeah, he needs a little hole. Yeah, get in a cave. I know it's in a cave. Caves, caves, tunnels, and caves. Walls. All right, Rats? so so I I take the first turn. And, and I, I have to crawl. Yeah, definitely bats in the cave. No bats yet. Okay. You haven't had any bats. Right. We'll find out. I haven't had any bats. No spoilers. So I find it. I crawl, and as the cave gets smaller and smaller, but then I smell fresh air and grass, and there's a farm. And 
a train. Uh, I hear a train whistle. Ooh. Wait. Are you in the cave still? As I'm coming out of the cave, I can hear a train whistle. Okay. Okay. So you're in medieval times. Exactly. The kid knows immediately he's in medieval times. <laughs> medieval times. No, I, I'm, it says you're the ice train age. whistle. This is exciting. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, but then the train slows because there's a cow on the tracks. Oh, and you, sm- sure. you smile. It says you, you smile. smile. Yeah, it's pretty funny to see that cow. And then, you smile uh, about it. You're not so cold anymore. I'm assuming. Yeah, it must be. It's a warm breeze. I think it even says. So this is a good thing that happened to you. Yeah, this is pretty good. Except it's not my you're time period, good. but it's, you're feeling you're, it's closer. Exactly. That's exactly right. right. And do you get a chance to jump on the top of the train? That is exactly From what happened. Cliff? It says that because of the no. cow, the train has stopped. And I realized in that moment, hey, I could get on the train. Wait, is it jump on the top or just get on it? No, just get on the back of it. Hang oh, okay. on the back of it. I was about it. to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then my, I have three options now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Climb on the train, go to the yeah. farm, go mm-hmm. back in the tunnel. <laughs> you definitely went back in the tunnel. No, I'm I went imagining. to the farm. Oh. I was like, I'm not getting out. I don't know where I am. I don't know why getting on the train is going to help me. I'm not going back in the cave. Okay. So I went to the farm. Uh, I go to the farmhouse. The farmer's wife gives me a bowl of soup, which yeah. sounds nice. But she, for some reason, doesn't believe my story. <laughs> <laughs> you tell you don't have a choice about telling her the story. No, this kid is just like, you never believe what happened to me. <laughs> Thanks for the soup. He's like, let me explain my strange clothing. And probably it's just like a completely naked man in this lady's kitchen. <laughs> Holding a knife. <laughs> if you just hear me out. So then you get the idea you're not welcome, so you go into town. The innkeeper lets you have a room for the night, again, which is pretty nice. The next morning, I don't know how he's paying for all this, but the next morning you get a ride on a coach to Philadelphia. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, things are moving fast all of a sudden. (laughs) You're just in Philadelphia. Nothing happens between the farm and Philadelphia. And then a Quaker family takes you in. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me do a quick, let me do a quick, because this seems a little ridiculous. I'm going to do a quick Google Maps. <laughs> okay, even by train, it's a three-hour ride from Red Creek Ranch to Philadelphia. What? <laughs> Google it. Google it. He, he probably just was sleeping. <laughs> so you get to Philadelphia, a Quaker family takes you in and gives you work as a carpenter's apprentice. <laughs> okay? So we're just really, so like, really diving into the quick. future. Here's the very next sentence. You don't like the job. So you're not even, you don't like the job. You're not even trying to get back in time. There's no moment. Not trying to get back in time. You're just like, time to start a new life. Exactly. And they say you have this cover to think. You're like, no, thank you. Within the space of sentences, (laughs) you leave Philadelphia and go to New York. (laughs) Okay. So I'm just going to read you. Why didn't we just go straight to New York? You don't like the job. And soon you leave leave Philadelphia to go to New York, where you are able to find a job working for a newspaper. Eventually, yeah. you travel all over the world. You live a long and wonderful life, dying just a few years before you were born. The I'm end. sorry? <laughs> I'm sorry? Did you just die a natural death in yeah, a Yeah, a natural death book? after traveling the world and living a long, wonderful life. I died just a few years before I was born. I didn't think that's a beautiful New York City as a journalist or something. So, I'm telling you, that might be the best ending at the game. <laughs> Mine, I mean, my... I mean, we'll decide at the end who's we'll decide at the end. who's we'll whose journey was better. Yeah, even though it's not competition, but that kind of blows my mind. Uh, it was very bizarre to read. I feel like I'd be more impressed with Mister Packard if that ending 
was 260 pages long. <laughs> like this person's life. Do you get like, the if feeling that was a different book? That maybe Edward Packard wrote that that was his great American novel. Yeah. About a kid who stumbles out of a cave and becomes an apprentice to a carpenter, doesn't yeah. like it, and then becomes a journalist. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was like, no time. Let me just jam it into <laughs> two half pages of this choose your own adventure experiment. Uh, well, since this is a good time to take a break uh, and you're talking about Edward Packard's novels, he did actually write some novels. Did he really? Aside from Choose Your Own Adventure Because he books. wrote a lot of Choose Your Own Adventure books, right? He wrote hundreds, I believe. Ooh, insane. <laughs> um, but he also wrote one book that was more, a little bit more of, well, a couple books that were a little bit, not self-help, yeah, but a little bit like, you know. And I, got, I like this one because there's one that's called All It Takes, The Three Keys to Making Wise Decisions and Not Making Stupid Ones. He wrote a book. No. About how to make choices. No. <laughs> after 30 years of running Choose Your Own Adventure books. No way. That's the most amazing. This is, and this is on his official website. It is this man alive because I'm this just alive. feeling bad about. <laughs> he has a daily blog. Shut up. Talking about, talking about mostly about politics and um, the era of Trump. He started writing his blog after Trump got elected because he was so upset. Oh, wow. And he writes about that every day. It's, it's you know, they're short, bite-sized little blog nuggets. EdwardPackard.com. This is, that is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's still chugging along, kicking butts. Writing, I think I definitely would recommend the book about him telling you how to make decision, good decisions. Because <laughs> if anybody knows, it's Edward it's Packard. It's gotta be Edward Packard. The guy must have cracked it. <laughs> Clearly. He has analyzed the idea of a human making a decision from every angle. In every time period and every weather. Wait, but are those humans people who always have absolute knowledge of what's happening around them? Is it important? Yes. Like, do you think chapter one is like, know everything? You know everything. It's important when you enter a new situation <laughs> to already know everything that's going on. Step one, how omniscient are you? Yeah. <laughs> Become Here's a quick more. omniscience test. Um, all right, so, okay, you had a pretty good ending. Pretty yeah, good ending. Strong died, ending. I thought died, peace, strong ending. died peacefully. Yeah. Of natural causes long after life. a long, happy laugh life. That's pretty good. It's good. Um, if we remember, we pick up where I jumped on the woolly mammoth. Yeah, you jumped on a mammoth like a like an insane monster. Well, hey, it worked out okay for me okay. because it was warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I hung out with it for a while. It was woolly, and uh, but then some cavemen show up. Sure. Which hey, that's a win. Cavemen. There's a that's another fun thing. That's I was a excited good thing. about seeing. And they chase the woolly mammoth. And now here I was faced with another decision, whether or not to jump off the woolly mammoth while it was running. That seems like or, a bad idea. Or hang on. Yeah, just hang in there. You come in. Right? These, these cavemen, they have clubs, they have spears. I probably look, I don't know. Soft and delicious. So, true to form, I, for myself, I yeah, stay on. Right. The woolly mammoth runs off a cliff. Oh, no, buddy. <laughs> and... And I die, which is not a natural <laughs> death after a long life as a journalist uh, in New York. But it's not a, uh, on my list of ways I don't want to go out. That's that's not that's not up there. I could go out like that, but that. <laughs> I will say after it's a short couple of paragraphs when I die. Yeah, um, I fall into the cliffs with the uh, fall into the canyon with the woolly mammoth. On the way and, down, do you guys like give each other a look like you're like. Mwah. The book really kind of, 
<laughs> we kind of look at each other like, what? <laughs> like, what? this is weird. He's he like, looks just confused. <laughs> the book, and then the book kind of trolls me. It says thousands oh. of years later. Oh my when, gosh. When, when Dr. Carlton Frisbee, come on. What? You can't give me like a better paleontologist name. <laughs> the famous paleontologist finds your bones next to those of a woolly mammoth. He's amazed at how closely you resemble the 20th century human being. And there's an illustration, Matt, I would like to try and show you here. That's just like, it is trolling me. It's like the goofiest looking doctor. That is not a normal looking doctor. (laughs) Making an oh my goodness face at my skull. That's my skull. Do you see that? I mean, to to be fair, like, okay, that guy is definitely weird looking, but it would be astonishing to find a modern human skeleton. I know, but can you treat my death with a little dignity? This is like a this is like a com like a comedy moment. This is like a cartoon. Like the skull is you, like you the American political system. Onto a woolly mammoth. Well, I I hung on and didn't jump off in front of the caveman, and I felt like I should have been rewarded, and I was not. But again, Wait, but probably you weren't rewarded because the only reason you didn't jump off is because you were worried what they would think of you, and you should be true to yourself. <laughs> That's true. So. I'm willing just because it's the first episode and I'm generous. Yeah. Especially to my brother who I love very, very much. I'm willing to see to seed this one to you and say that you had a slightly better, slightly more positive. It was at least more bizarre. (laughs) It's actually I I do think that probably is the most positive ending in the whole book. (laughs) He just forgets about his old life, starts a new one. Probably when a young Edward Packard wrote this, he was like, that's a terrible death. But now <laughs> Edward Packard now is like, not a bad way to go. <laughs> not a bad way to go. Do you remember Flight of the Navigator? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yes, of course. We used to watch it all the time. The part where he comes back and it's the wrong time period. So his, he goes to his house and it's not his family. Yeah. That s- stuck with me for a long time and terrified <laughs> me. Because uh, he comes back to his house and his family's not there and they're probably all dead or whatever. Yeah. And it's absolutely terrifying. And I can't remember what else happened after that. To me, that's the ending of that movie. Because <laughs> it hit me so hard. Oh, my gosh. Did he just settle into life in the new time period? Or did he go back eventually? No, he he went on the flight of the Navigator again. And he Everything worked out, I think. There was another flight of the Navigator. Because he found his family eventually, right? Because remember, his brother was grown up, but he had trained the dog. The dog was the brother's dog. The kid who disappears dog. But then the brother grew up, the little brother, and he had trained the dog, and he was playing frisbee with the dog in the front yard. No, I don't... Wait, frisbee? You mean the famous paleontologist? (laughs) Famous paleontologist and inventor of children's toys. Or sorry, sporting uh, goods. I do really feel like we got... I got trolled really hard at the end there. Okay. um, It's like, what foolish child would jump on a mammoth? I will punish them. Because little kids read these books. it's so big. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's a... You got to discourage little school kids from jumping on mammoths. But there's no woolly mammoths. Well, I guess you never know what might happen. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, here's another thing I thought might be fun to do now on this first episode. All right, yeah. Since this is the Cave of Time, and I think (laughs) it's very clear that this Choose Your Own Adventure book is about traveling around in time. Yeah. And judging by the cover, we're going to see some different time periods. Yeah. I was thinking maybe we could do a little pool. Maybe make some bets on things that we think we are going to encounter as we travel through time. Obviously, nothing that we've already seen, nothing that's on the cover. Okay. Yeah, that sounds any, good. Any, uh... I'm going to go pirates. 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 Okay. 
I think that's a that's a good guess. I'm gonna say cowboy. For sure, that sounds right. Cowboy, I think cowboy. Uh, I'm gonna say but, there's an ending where you die because you're in like World War II or something. Oh, just because of the horrors of yeah, the it's Great like war. a one the page, second Great War. Yeah, you find yourself in the middle of a war and then you just die on that page. Okay, are you just gonna say war? Yeah, I'm just gonna say war. Okay, okay, I'm gonna say Iris die because of the horrors of war. I think that would be. That's right a one page. Packers. It's a one page choice. One page, yeah, yeah. Like your <laughs> your entire life in New York was one page. It was. was that like a paragraph? <laughs> it's it's about three okay. paragraphs. The whole thing going to Philadelphia and then going to New York. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say we are going to probably run into racist caricatures, judging on the subject matter and the time period. <laughs> I hope, Edward, pa- I hope Edward Packard doesn't hear you say that. <laughs> Do you have any other... Uh, I hope he's not like, how did they make? get copies of that book? I'm so embarrassed that I wrote such a racist... <laughs> I've been tracking them down and trying to bite them all out of existence. <laughs> Who would buy a book with a bite taken out of it? <laughs> Surely nobody. <laughs> and yes, some of the bites were kind of small because I was getting quite full. Uh, Mr. Packard, why were you swallowing the bites? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You're fired. Okay. Well, let's get a couple more bets here. You got any more? What else do you think we're going to encounter as we travel through time? Um, I'm going to say mm-hmm. um, like a robot from the future. Just a robot? Okay. That's a pretty, I feel like it's a future pretty, robot. No, as opposed robot. to one from Not the, a robot the from the past. past. <laughs> I'm going to say parentheses from future. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to say we find a fantastical future set before the current year of 2017. 2018. <laughs> what year is it? That's <laughs> really good. It's 2018. Okay. Like, it'll be like the amazing world of Like 2012. <laughs> what else you got? Um, definitely you become a court jester. Okay. Become a, not encounter, but become a court jester. Become a court jester. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, then I'll do one more as well. I think you um, join some sort of rebellion or uprising in the future. And die. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I got one more. Yeah, yeah, what you got? You find another you crawling around tunnels in a cave. (laughs) That's very good. And when we read it, the description is it's is exactly us. <laughs> it's like exactly he, he descri- actually for like you, you. He describes you exactly. Yeah. For me, yeah, he describes it... me exactly. Yeah. Um, that one may not come true. <laughs> it may have been a bad prediction. <laughs> well, see, I need I need one more then. Oh, sorry. My mine is going to be start recording podcast on time <laughs> because we were a little late tonight. We were late tonight. Do you want to? Remind me why we were late getting started tonight. You I made me a, a really text. good. I made a really good um, side for my dinner. Sure, sure. But well, that's fine. Though, went... Dinners, dinners at what six o'clock or something. Dinners earlier, so we're no. I have, fine late, time I have a late wise. dinner. Late dinner. Oh sure. What time was your dinner? Like eight thirty. Okay, so then why why would that affect a ten o'clock record time? I went. I went a little sure. hard with the dairy. I went a little mm-hmm. hard with the dairy. Okay, and so what is there the dairy? There was like four kinds of dairy in it, and there was 
there were grumblings and proceedings therewith. I had to go to the bathroom a bunch. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's important we talk about these things, especially in the first episode when we're establishing our process. <laughs> With me, our process. I think, it's very, I think it's very brave of you to share that. I feel like I had to and I didn't have a choice. Well, I'm not sure why you feel like that. <laughs> it's like uh, Edward Packard <laughs> is writing my life right now and he's sending me back into the cave. And I'm like, I don't want to go. <laughs> he's like, it's my book. Um, all right. Well, I think, uh, I think that wraps up our first episode. I feel any overall impressions from your first experience with this book? Yeah, you know, I, I worried a bit that we would slowly lose our minds as we reread the same things over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the writing is so, and this might be purposeful, it's so basic and so simple. It's functional. It's Yeah, it's highly functional. It's point A to point B, it does not waste <laughs> your time. I, I had the same feeling. That that it's not, it may not become as as uh, sort of irritating as I thought it would be. Or, I mean, you know, we're not going to get, like, weird flowery sentences in our head forever. <laughs> I um I have a three-and-a-half-year-old daughter, as you know. And I was like, okay, I got I to gotta make some time to read this book today. So I, I picked out a movie, you know, or, or uh, her favorite TV show, and yeah. I set her up with a snack. And I was like, all right, let's sit down, and you can do that, and then I can focus on this book. And uh, five minutes later... I was done. <laughs> and to be fair, I only read nine pages. That's how long it took for me to die. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think that Edward Packard did us a favor. We're, this this is going to move. We just got to knock out all these endings. All right. Well, yeah. Gorgeous. Well, let's try this again next week. Until then. Revisit the cave of time. Until then. Let's, let's say this thing that we always say together in unison at the end. Mm -hmm. Don't, Don't forget, forget to, to choose the, the same time, time your, your cave, cave goes. We'll work on an ending. <laughs> Don't forget to choose the same time your cave <laughs> Okay. All right. Thank you. See you next week. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Bye, everybody. For listening. Bye, mom. <laughs> Bye, mom. <laughs>